When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then, Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now, Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Good, everybody. Welcome to the Gold Standard Network Draft Reaction Show. I'm Rob Stats Guerrera, jumping in early now because the San Francisco 49ers are on the clock. It is about time. Welcome to the draft, everybody. I'm going to have to put out a quick tweet here because uh, we're live. I did not expect this at all. I was sitting here waiting, just hoping that the 49ers would do, I don't know, something. And it appears that they have. So we will keep an eye on who the pick is. Guys are coming off the board left, right, and center. And I'm just going to throw out a quick tweet here so people actually know that uh, we're on the clock. And it's been just death waiting for the 49ers to make a pick. It is so freaking long. I know the Niners talked last year about you know, having to wait until their pick in the 60s. Well, the 90s is brutal, absolutely brutal. So I can't wait to see who they pick. Darnell Washington is still there. If the 49ers want to go that route, if tight end is a, is a, a route they want to go, I haven't seen the terms of the trade yet. Uh, so I'm going to keep an eye out for that. Uh, I know linebackers are coming off the board left, right, and center. And I know that was an area where Matt Mayoko had been hinting that the Niners could potentially take a linebacker. So we'll have to wait. I'm still, I can't even believe it. Twitter doesn't even have the pick yet. Um, I'm dying here. 
I got to know. I need to know who made the pick, and I need to know what it is because I need something to break down. I, like, I get it. Christian McCaffrey was really cool, but with no football, like, I need something. I feel left out watching all these people come off the board. And so Levin Black is going to join us uh, shortly. I <laughs> didn't even have time to send him a text to tell him I was going live. So uh, let's see if I can figure out what the details of the trade were. So the Niners go to 87, and San Francisco gives up 102, 164, and 122. So the Niners still have pick 99 and pick 101. So that, I think, is pretty good. Obviously, they weren't going to make all 11 picks. So you kind of anticipated that uh, they were going to move up. Levin Black is trying to join us here. Hey, Levin, Niners realize there's a draft going on. <laughs> yeah, I had to say on air, uh, I don't watch from my basement like you. So I had to run down. <laughs> uh, so I am catching up on the last like three minutes worth of stuff. So let's see. All I, I saw see. was you text me. The Niners are on the clock. And I went, oh, crap. Better run downstairs. <laughs> So it looks like it's Jair Brown, the defensive back out of Penn State. Niners move up to get a little secondary help. We know they needed a corner because the depth was just not there behind Charvarius Ward and behind Diamador Lenore. And so there it is, defensive back. Your reaction? Yeah, getting that uh, well, uh, one are you confident on that pronunciation? That is not at all. Very, yeah. <laughs> nope, not at all. I'm checking uh, a page right now to see if they list the pronunciation on his Penn State page. They do not, unfortunately. Uh, but well, yeah, probably Jair. I would think he was a top uh, thirty visit, which is something that the 49ers usually mm -hmm. have done in their tenure. I know a lot of people talked about that, uh, and so. Actually, you know what? I think I'm reading he's a safety. I apologize for that. Um, he is a safety. Either way, the safety depth. I mean, they needed safety help, too, because let's face it, uh, Tashawn Gibson's not getting any younger, and he's probably going to play this year, and that's it. So sit, learn for a year. I'm sure they'll have a role for him in the box, you know, also. And uh, it's about time they invested in the safety, because that's not something John Lynch and Kyle Shannon and this regime have done. Well, I mean, they inherited two of them, so – that's a big reason why, you know, I, I wouldn't really blame them for not investing in the safeties uh, other than maybe last year they could have gone ahead, but they had great safety play this past year. Uh, this guy, obviously, he's going to get first crack at replacing Gibson. Uh, Gibson is definitely going to be uh, the starter, I would say. I would be surprised if this guy comes in. It happens, but as a late third-round pick, I'm not expecting him to come in. Um, I'm just looking at his combine numbers here. 4.6540. So that would be why he is a third round. He's not the most athletically gifted. They have uh, here on the next gen stats for NFL, they have him an 89 production score and a 63 athleticism score. So hmm. that will be his limitation, which I mean, I'm going to trust them at this point, but you already have Hufanga. He doesn't have great speed. That would put a lot of risk in not having catch up speed in the back end. I was just going to ask you that. And look, we saw this with the 49ers. I don't remember the actual number off the top of my head. I think it was 56 plays of 
No, that's that can't be right. I'm, I don't remember the actual number, but they I know they led the league in 50 yard plays or more given up. So this was a problem for the 49ers giving up plays deep down the field. It was the one weakness really of this defense. And now you're telling me that this guy's a slow runner. It's not like a death knell. And again, the 49ers are built to help the secondary by rushing the passer. But we did see some teams get after him last year. And so, you know, that potentially could persist. Yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll see what he develops into. Uh, we have no idea what they're planning. Don't know for sure they're going to put him at safety, but they've definitely changed people's positions before. Certainly seems like a safety. I'm not a huge knowledge guy on, on this one. This was not one of the safeties I researched, uh, but we'll see. I mean, I I like that they went safety. And at this point, I mean, look how well Tashawn Gibson did stepping in. And they're drafting Hufanga. So, like we have said, I've learned my lessons from the past. And I'm a little more trusting of their evaluations. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm trying to give them the benefit of the doubt. I think it's fair. I think they've earned it. Uh, some people are asking for the terms of the trade. If you're watching on YouTube, the Niners gave up 102, 164, and 122. Uh, and, uh, excuse me, 222 to get to number 87. And shout out to Joe Staley, by the way, for being quick with the speech. You got to like that. I always do appreciate it. And so that's the trade for the Niners. I can't get too upset. Like, oh, they gave up too many picks. Look, they had 11 picks. They weren't going to make all the picks. I'm glad they moved up and showed at least a little urgency. I know Jed York was tweeting like, hey, there's an actual draft going on. So uh, I don't care. Like, I'm not going to get mad about the picks that they give up. This is not like the Christian McCaffrey trade or the Trey Lance trade or anything like that. No, I mean, they did give up a little bit more than what we have seen, but they must have really liked this guy and decided to go up and get him. And look, it's it's not a huge deal what they gave up. Nobody's going to miss those picks, put it that way. Uh, but that does mean that we only have two picks now. So there is no 101. Or sorry, That's... there's only 101 left, no 102. The, the picks, I, like... I, I'm looking at the little uh, photos that you created in case they took them and uh, i do not see (laughs) yeah so here's the deal i spent like a huge chunk of the day making photos for people and none of it is looks like it's gonna happen unfortunately so that's upsetting but you know that's just the way it goes but it's crucial that the niners get these picks right you know everybody else is loading up and you can't whiff you don't have to get all pros i know that like we've talked about the late round success the 49ers have had you just can't whiff now just give me some solid players and they'll be fine because the rest of the roster as we have said many times is really good yeah and uh, i'm not gonna lie there, there is one big winner i think uh in this nfl draft already and that is trey lance Every team that I thought was most likely to maybe go for him as a consolation prize has gotten a quarterback. They yep. went and the Titans traded up. That was the one that, you know, my brother's a Titans fan, as I've said before. I was looking at that one going, if they don't take it, this get Levis in the second round, I could see them turning around and going after Lance, but they did. So, yep. I mean, that, that's why I got this on because he's here to stay. <laughs> Ooh, I, think I didn't know you had that jersey. Have you had that all year? Yeah, I bought it. And uh, yeah, this is why I don't buy jerseys. I literally had not bought a jersey uh, since Patrick Willis, like 10 years prior. 
because I got sick of, oh, I buy a jersey and then the person, something happens, doesn't pan out or whatever. You know, I bought an Alex Smith jersey his rookie year and it took five years to be able to wear that without getting trash talked. <laughs> so I decided I'm not buying a jersey. But then they were going all in on Trey Lance all off season, And I decided before the season, I'm getting a Trey Lance jersey. And well, we know how that went. Yeah, but you're right. And, and not only did it go good for Trey Lance, who I think I agree was a big winner, but also Anthony Richardson did not end up in the NFC West, right? No quarterbacks really that we have to worry about ended up in the NFC West. So that's obviously good for San Francisco too. I know they don't have a lot of picks and, and, and a lot of people are high on things that the Seahawks have done and this, that, and the other thing. Mm-hmm. But I don't know, as long as the Seahawks have Geno Smith, the quarterback, I'm not scared of them. I'm not saying they're not good, but I'm not afraid of them with the defense that the 49ers have. That's what I've been telling myself for the past two nights. Because <laughs> watching the yes. draft, it's like, dang, I like that pick. Oh, they're back on the clock. Dang, I like that pick too. <laughs> and then, yeah, I was having those thoughts earlier this evening going, they still have Geno Smith. I'm not worried. They still have Geno Smith. I'm not worried. But they have had arguably the best draft of anybody, I think. Uh, I, I think it's a, a year that they really went and addressed uh, their positional needs. And I think that's why it feels like it's such a good draft because we know their team and they really went out and they got guys that I think pushes them up another level. Yeah, I guess. I mean, they could be good, but I, I know I, they got a wide receiver, not necessarily a positional need, but now they have a three-headed monster. Look how much the Niners, we don't have the Mosley X factor to take out DK Metcalf anymore. True. So uh, some people have asked, i um, doing this on the fly here, but if I think I have it right, the nine, Niners still have pick 99, pick 101, 155, 173, 216, uh, 247, 253, and two. Uh, 255 is gone, actually, I believe. So I got to get rid of that one. But they still have a bunch of picks, just not tonight. Gotcha. So I, I like that trade a lot more now. When I first heard you reading off the compensation, I thought they gave up 99 and 102, plus all those later picks to move on. Right. I did not realize it was the last of their picks in the third round, which it's a pretty big win because teams know what drafts, what, what picks you have. You call and say, hey, I want to move up. They're going to go, okay, give me 99. And you would think the middle ground was 101, but they managed to give 102. And I hate to sound like the old guy in the room. Just read the damn picks, please. Oh, like I we would... don't need Drew Pearson. Hey, Drew, how about this? Until the Cowboys win a Super Bowl, just read the name on the card and sit your ass down. Can we do that, please? Nobody Look. tunes into the draft to hear you, Drew Pearson. I am totally fine with them saying something quick, like, hey, go Cowboys or hey, Cowboys Nation or, you know, whatever fan and team they're up there for. But the moment they get past one sentence without announcing the pick, uh, I'm out. You know, I tweeted (laughs) right right before uh, I came on, I tweeted that they need the Oscar music for once they go past a few sentences, like play that music and that's their cue. Just say the damn pick and get off the stage. It's not about you. Uh, what was it, uh, Devin McCourtney? Oh, yeah. my goodness. This most recent one? Mm-hmm. Shut up. Literally, <laughs> nobody – like, I saw you say nobody cares, dude. Yeah. And that man. is true because the Titans have, like, the smallest fan base there is. So, like, literally nobody cares. Be quiet. We don't We, we don't care that you used to be the Houston Oilers. Right. We don't care. 
Yeah, I agree. Just make your pick and move on. Uh, I'm trying to find some different things about Brown, and I saw this from Daniel Jeremiah, who said Brown was his highest safety in the class. Reminds me a lot of Micah Hyde. If you can get the highest safety in the class at pick 87, where the 49ers had him, I mean, one, either the safety class is horrible, which could be, or two, you got to steal. I'm going to choose to go with option B. Yeah, like I said, we'll we'll see. I'm going to be researching Brown a lot more. He was not one that I had on the radar. Maybe that's my bad. Maybe I should have if Daniel Jeremiah is that high on him. But I want to applaud you there, Rob, because you only had one notification there unread. So kudos to you. you. You must be on it tonight. I'm constantly refreshing Twitter every second. This is an yeah. old, like what certain days are better than other days for Twitter. This is an all time Twitter day. I mean, especially yeah, can, because. Can I just say like watching it every time they went to commercial after they got into like 70 pick 75 and later, I was like, no, 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 no going to commercial. Cause you're not going to announce that there was a trade. If the Niners straight up, you're going to wait because there are multiple times where somebody's going up on stage and then they say, and they swap the team. And it's like, I, I don't want to be caught off guard. You know, I want to, I want to know they traded and have a minute or two to get downstairs like this. I came on and right as I came on, they were drafting. I, I knew I was going to be up against it. If it was they're already on stage. And it looks like Dorian Williams, the linebacker out of Tulane just went to Buffalo. That was another name that the 49ers uh, had targeted. Uh, another graphic that I had made that no one's going to get to see now because he's gone to Buffalo Uh, So that kind of sucks because the more I read about him, the more I liked him. And I do think the 49ers could use a linebacker. Eh, Yes and no, not this early. I don't think there's any need to go in the third round. I think uh, tomorrow was when they could get some running back depth. I don't see, see them needing to go there. We do have Darnell Washington still on the board, the tight end. He he's a a massive human being. Yeah. That's Uh, kind of interesting. So do they go there and just get this like huge target? But then I also like that uh, Keely Ringo is still on the board out of Georgia. He's a really big physical corner that I, I think he's 6'2 as a corner. I know he, the downside I remember reading on him was that he, he doesn't turn well, which is not to be <laughs> surprising for his size. But I like having, you know, have, have a physical guy there, have that ability, you know, especially like in the red zone, you know, you could see inserting a guy like that to get really physical. But then when you also match up with, you know, the DK Metcalf types, have somebody that can get physical with him and provide help there. I wouldn't mind that. You know, he, he was somebody that could have gone in the second round. That's true. Uh, but like it becomes like a almost a snowball effect. It's like nobody's taking him. So then nobody takes him because nobody's taking him. And he just like continues to tumble down uh, the draft board. CJ Gray watching on YouTube says the Niners need tackle and edge. Uh, that's true. They absolutely do. The weird thing is like, if you don't, address your needs in the third round, the Niners don't have a fourth round pick. So then you got to wait all the way to the fifth round. So it's sort of a weird situation for them. That's why I'm going to be interested to see what they do with the rest of these picks and why you're right. You brought it up earlier. It's valuable that they were able to hang on to what they held on to after that trade to 87. Yeah. I mean, we're going to see what they decide to go to. It certainly seems like based upon this trade and the fact that they waited, they wanted three picks today. Like that was a priority to them. So they must, as Lynch said, like the depth and particularly like the depth in this round to have not, I feel like, you know, if they didn't like the depth in the third round, they didn't think guys 
there are going to be enough guys there at the end of the third to be valuable for three picks. I feel like they would have sandwiched two of them and gotten up to get somebody, you know, maybe in the late sixties, early seventies, instead of waiting. Jed York has been active on Twitter. Uh, He fired off another one. He wrote player kept letting John Lynch know it's the right move. Hashtag JL knows safeties. Okay. I mean, just because John Lynch played safety doesn't mean necessarily that he's going to be awesome at drafting safeties. John Elway was one of the best quarterbacks of all time, and he couldn't draft (laughs) a quarterback to save his life. So let's not just default to John Lynch knows what he's doing. Uh, I mean, he is a pretty good GM, but let's not also pretend that John Lynch's style of playing safety exists in the NFL (laughs) today. You can't take a guy's head off. That's what he was. Are you surprised to see Jed this active on the old Twitter? No, this is the only time of the year that he gets active. Yeah, that's true. How about this one? Wet blanket washboard. Is this your burner? Says, get these picks (laughs) over with and let me sleep. (laughs) Uh, Take a guess at who that is. That's you. That that is my wife who has been waiting for us to do another live video since last time. (laughs) She said... (laughs) She created a profile and last time that we were live, which was like, I don't know, a month and a half ago, I think it was right after the NFC championship game or something like that. I don't remember exactly when, but we went live. She created the profile and as soon as she created it, we signed off. So she's been waiting and waiting, but yes, she's upstairs and she's going to be annoyed because I'm going to wake her up when I go upstairs. Thank you for joining us. She says, you're welcome. We, I always appreciate that. You know, look, you need support from your significant other to do what we do. And we're always grateful to have it. So thank you very much. I like you, you that. can do a super chat, but uh, that money goes to Rob. So don't do that. I mean, I am unemployed. <laughs> I'm not saying I'm just saying, uh, where are we right now? Uh, we are at 93 with the Kansas city chiefs, according to my stream. And I realize I could be uh, a little bit behind, uh, Wetbridge asks, how hyped is Michelle going to be over the Joey Porter Jr. pick to the Steelers? Uh, massively hyped. She was texting me today. That was the person. That was the pick. That was who she wanted. Have, have the Niners ever drafted your draft crush? Because I wanted Sam Laporta, even though I knew there was no chance he was going to go. Twice in the same draft, and I broke a promise. Uh, it was my last year of college, I think. Yeah, last year of college. And I said, if they get both of these people, I'm going streaking around my apartment complex. And I reneged on that because I didn't want to get arrested. Uh, but I said, if they get Michael Crabtree and they get Nate Davis, that that was going to happen. Wow. And, and I was flipping out. I mean, I was literally at Ball State and they drafted Nate Davis. So, so it looks like Darnell Washington is gone. He just went to the Steelers at 93. I know he's got a bit of a knee injury. Um, right. The dude is a freak man. still He's got like dewan jones though if they go offensive tackle they could go dewan uh jones at ohio state but there's also and i know brad graham is very big on him you still have the blake freeland sitting down there uh out of byu offense a lot tackle. of people in the chat are hitting us up with freeland yep mm-hmm. yeah he's uh he's an interesting prospect from the breakdowns i've seen he's like huge but he had like a very fast 10 yard split time. So you got this guy, he's literally, he's bigger than McGlinchey, six, eight, like 300 pounds, but his 10 yard split time, which let's be honest, 10 yard is all that matters when it comes to an offensive lineman is actually very quick. 
So there's a lot of potential with that guy. I know that would make a lot of fans very happy. And again, like we're not pretending to be draft experts, you know, like I'm not going to pretend I know anything about these guys, but I do like you warm up to people, you know, like as the process goes along and I've definitely warmed up to Freeland a little bit. I do think they need to take a tackle. I don't think you go into the season saying, well, Colton McKivitz and Jalen Brown will hold it down. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's not making me sleep any better. I mean, there are two players that are within the range that I would not mind here. And uh, I I think you can guess I'm going Homer here. Oh, boy. Uh, Here comes somebody from Purdue. Two, Charlie Jones, the wide receiver, which I know Michelle mentioned to you, and yes. Corey Trice, who is a cornerback out of Purdue, who had a very good career. He is also a very big corner, but he's actually uh, very quick, despite being six foot three. If they didn't play at Purdue, would you even know who they are? <laughs> Charlie Jones, probably, because he had such a phenomenal year. Corey Trice, no, I'm, I'm not going to pretend to know corner. It's a... <laughs> So let's be honest there. Yeah. No. So I, I, I always love a Purdue guy and both of them are people that they thought could get into the third round. Do you think that running back is out now? Cause I know a lot of Niner fans were legitimately worried no. that a running back was coming in the third round. No, cause we're still in the third round. So when we <laughs> sign off, I will feel confident about it. Right. Uh, that, sign me too. Yeah. Wants to wants to, the Niners to draft Henry To'o To'o, uh, the is linebacker to-o, to-o? from Alabama. It is. It's To'o To'o. Uh, hmm. And the reason I know that is because I made a fancy graphic. There you go. And I even put the pronunciation on there. I'm going to I'm going to show one of these damn graphics that I made because it took me way longer than I thought it was to make them all. Uh, but that's that's how his name looks. That's how you say it. To'o To'o. Uh, and by the way, most of this scouting report stuff is from Dane Brugler's draft guide, the beast in the athletic. It's not me. These are not my opinions. Again, I'm not a scout, um, but that would be the book on him. Good instincts, experience at multiple linebacker spots. And he made all the calls in the defense, which I love. So I, I wouldn't mind that pick. I wouldn't mind it, but I mean, it's an inside linebacker that that might be the strongest unit we have on the entire roster. So I don't know that we really need to go there. I don't think we need the versatility that he brings. He's somebody that I wouldn't mind later, but right now I still think we have actual needs rather than going for a luxury pick. But I did want to show this one here. We got uh, take a running back later and trade Mitchell. I am all for trading Mitchell. Me too. I dislike him. It's just what does he bring with McCaffrey here? And I like Mason behind him, and we have TDP. It's because we have those other guys that I would say, no, don't take a running back. You can sign one as an yeah. undrafted free agent, which we've had plenty of success for, because theoretically, if you trade Mitchell, that person would be fighting to get fourth string. He'd basically be fighting for a roster spot. So you don't need to draft another one. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. I mean, if they go seventh round and draft one, I'm not going to be upset or anything like that. And we got a super chat here. Shout out to Valerie. Huge supporter of the program. Thanks for going live, guys. Thank you, Valerie. You are always a massive supporter of us here at the Gold Standard Podcast Network. It is not unnoticed. So thank you, thank you, thank you for all the support. I really, really do. Rob is unemployed. Definitely is noticed. (laughs) Thank you very much. Um, I'm all thrown off now. What were you just talking about? Oh, yes, Elijah Mitchell. We were on the trade Elijah Mitchell trade train early. Because it's just a position as, of as soon as they as soon as they got McCaffrey, I was like, okay, you can trade him. As soon as they did that, and as soon as uh, Jordan, um, why am I blanking on his last name? The running back, the undrafted Mason. running back, Jordan Mason. Oh my goodness, sorry everybody. As soon as Jordan Mason looked the way he looked going into the offseason, mm-hmm. I was like, this is. You know, and and I didn't expect like a second round pick for him, but you can get a fifth round pick for Elijah Mitchell, fourth round pick. I mean, damn, when he's been healthy, he's been awesome. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know how much of a draft pick you're really going to be able to get for him. I, I think because of how bad he has been injured and the fact that he came out of the sixth round and he hasn't been able to play much, I think you're looking at a fifth at best and probably only a sixth or seventh. It's basically just a dump. But they don't need him. Right. Like turn him into somebody that you can get at another position. Uh, Larkin on YouTube. Thank you very much. Just wanted to say you guys are awesome. We appreciate that. I'm awesome. I mean, Levin is, you know, he's here. There is an S at the end. It is plural. So you can, uh, well, I'm not going to say it because we're live. (laughs) Uh, Carlo (laughs) points out Larry Kruger was so wrong. No way Lance gets traded anymore. Ha ha. Uh, Yeah. I mean, I think at this point, it's like you said, Levin, it's, pretty obvious that he's not going to go anywhere now i never thought he was going to go anywhere during the draft i still think he can get traded i think there's a small chance yeah uh did you did you catch this uh hold on what is this people forget matt barrows keeps saying people around the 49ers really like ty davis price still yeah that's true it's true Uh, but they said that about sermon right up until they made not part of the team anymore so you, you can't trust that with the Lance thing, I really exhaled after the Texans took Stroud at two. And did you notice the difference in the deals, Levin? Uh, if you're watching on YouTube, you can see what the Texans gave up to move from 12 to three and what the Niners gave up. So the Niners obviously gave up the three first round picks and the third round pick. The Texans gave up a first and second this year, a first and third next year, and they got back a fourth rounder this year. So not getting not moving up for a quarterback cheapened the deal for the Texans. The reason the Niners had to give up more is because they were clearly going from 12 to three to get a quarterback. And that's always going to cost you more. I mean, if I'm not mistaken, that second round pick was the first pick in the second round. So, and this was a year with one less first round pick because the dolphins forfeited. So it was right. You know, essentially a late first round pick, which is what the Niners first round picks have been. Um, But then I think, didn't they go from 11 to three, not 12 to three? 
No, I'm pretty sure they went from 12 I'm to 3. I'm mistaken on that. I don't know why I was thinking 11 to 3. I'm but... 99% sure they went 12 <laughs> to 3. If they didn't, I wasted a lot of time making this damn thing. I'll tell you that. Oh, no. Okay, I see why I thought 11. Uh, the Titans, my brother was talking about the Titans were trying to move up to 3 to get Stroud. There you and go. And there, there was a tweet put out by, I think it was uh, Danielle uh, Rossini. And Diana Rossini. Was it Diana Rossini? Mm-hmm. Hey, I'm off tonight. But she mm-hmm. tweeted out that the Titans are all in for getting Stroud at three. And then all of a sudden, Stroud went at two. And she then deleted that tweet. <laughs> <laughs> but my brother uh, was talking about it at the time before the, the, the Texans took Stroud. Yeah, the, the Stroud slander before the That's draft. That's when I was... breathed a sigh of relief, by the way. Sorry. Yeah. I interrupted you, but. I, I breathed a sigh of relief once the Titans came up and got Levis because that was my concern is if there was going to be a trade today, I felt like it's going to be the Titans giving up their second round pick mm-hmm. because none of the quarterbacks fell to them. Yeah. I mean, Rand Carthon obviously has the ties to, to San Francisco. So he thought he might have some insight. Um <laughs> Gary Glenn says, Rob, does Larry Kruger not realize he lost the 49ers media madness bracket to someone who lives out of state? Crocker lives in Arkansas. Well, we we talked about that on Thursday, so I don't need to relitigate that. You can go find my uh, response. I tweeted it out multiple times at GS Podcast. You don't need to live in California to cover the team in 2023. You just don't. Um, I mean, not for nothing, but his prediction at Lance was going to get moved. It doesn't seem like it's going to come true. And he was in California when he made that prediction. I'm just <laughs> not saying. I'm just saying. Now, another super chat from Bob Ogelli, good friend of mine. Thank you very much, Bob. Can't wait to find out the picks today to see who has the highest upside and excitement, then sit in the doghouse for a year. He's not wrong, especially if they take a wide receiver. I mean, that guy's just going into a black hole. We're still waiting to see if Danny Gray's is Danny Gray still alive. I don't even know. Well, if they take Charlie Jones, you know, he's got that grit, you know, Trent Taylor type stuff. So he might not go in the doghouse <laughs> as a rookie. Yeah, and I think right. you know what I'm getting at there because you mentioned it when he was brought up. You know, they, they said he, he's not deceptively fast. fast. Deceptively fast. Oh, he yeah. ran like a 4-4-5. What are you talking about? No one expects white people to be, to be <laughs> fat. Did you see the Broncos drafted a white cornerback? People were tweeting it was a good day for equality. Uh, man, it is what it is. <laughs> but uh, Bob brings up a good point, though. I mean, we have seen with this regime, especially recently, a lot of times their their draft picks do kind of redshirt for a year. And when you don't have one until the third round, that's kind of a scary thought. Yeah, I mean, Joe Staley was all alone in the green room, as he tweeted out, <laughs> because everybody <laughs> else had uh, already gone and uh, announced their picks. But th- this is the thing. I don't want red shirts right now. Yep. I'm fine with red shirts later. Right now, I want some guys that could come in. Maybe they end up red shirting, I guess, but I want them to be able to compete for the starting spots that are still there. You know, I want an offensive tackle. I wouldn't mind a tight end to come in and compete for that second tight end and actually, you know, be able to utilize our second tight end outside of, oh, Kittle is missing his couple games a year, so we have to use our second tight end now. You know, I'd like a second tight end that we can actually count on and play some. Yeah, 49ers second tight ends have combined, combined for 16 catches over the past two years. So they have gotten no, and that's with Kittle missing time at, in those 
16 games mm -hmm. or I should say those two seasons and they still haven't produced and you just don't want to be down a man like that. You need someone to be some sort of a threat out there. I mean, the defenses were not scared by Ross Dwelly and Charlie Warner. Who would have thought? Yeah, I just I, I want to see. I'm I'm fine with either one. Either somebody that is crazy athletic, or somebody that's just a massive. That's why I wouldn't mind minded uh, Darnell Washington because he's like six seven, two hundred seventy pounds. Yeah, I wouldn't mind having that as like a red zone target. Bring him in in a red zone package. He's huge. He's going to be able to block, but he can also go out and get a catch in the red zone to get an easy touchdown. I like that combination of maybe going to a two tight end set in the red zone. I would love that because the Niners have had their red zone issues. Um, shout out to Carlos who hooked us up with a little cash. Thank you very much, Carlos. If you have a comment, throw it in there. Uh, we are almost on the clock and uh, people are asking, mm -hmm. who do I like? Um, I would like to see a tight end, I think. Maybe a Zach Kuntz. I wouldn't mind him. I wouldn't mind Cameron Latu out of Alabama. I'd like to see a tight end. Um, you're going to need depth there. And especially with Kittle, like if they hit on this tight end, that's going to allow them to move on from Kittle, save some money and potentially, you know, use that money another position. So I, if they can get it right, I wouldn't mind tight end in this spot. Yeah. I, I also like, because it's such a strong depth draft for tight end, I wouldn't mind waiting until tomorrow. Yeah, it wouldn't wouldn't shock me if you left. Oh, I, I know one in particular. He's been brought up by others. And that is? Payne Durham. Purdue guy. He is, God. He's like 6'7", 260 pounds, but he's not a crazy freak athlete. But for his size, he's a very, very good athlete. And he produced a lot in college. You're welcome. Carlos says Lynch won't take a tight end that can't block. I assume you're talking about Kuntz there. How about Josh Wiley? And that was of someone that Michelle really, really loved uh, out of Cincinnati. 6'6", 248. Now, he doesn't break tackles, which to me, like if you, if you can't break tackles, do you even belong on the 49ers? I don't know. Uh, no. They, they clearly want a physical catchers. And look at this Most last wide receivers and tight ends. Look at this last negative collarbone, ankle, foot. If you got a long injury history before you get to the 49ers, I don't know that I necessarily want you in the fold on the 49ers. Yeah, he might be waiting a while to get drafted. You like that? Not really. <laughs> We're at pick 98. So the 49ers are so close here. Um, Payne Durham is the fifth best available tight end, according to ESPN right now, by the way. And that's the guy you want the Niners to take. Come on. I, th I think he would probably be there in the late fourth, maybe early fifth. Like, I, I'm not sure he would make it to them in the fifth. He could, but they would probably have to try to get up and get him. Uh, Poke Niner says, are we thinking about offensive tackle at all? I think, yeah, we talked about Freeland. Um, mm -hmm. Definitely. The thing is with, the, like, so if you're the Niners, right, are you going to draft your backup right tackle? Or are you going to draft you're going to draft your backup tight end? You know, Kyle Shanahan always talks about like, are you going to draft a guy who doesn't touch the ball versus a guy that does touch the ball? Sometimes I think he thinks that way. So I don't know that he would want to go. Uh oh. Uh oh, Levin. I just got a text from Michelle Majuk. For those that don't know, she works for the NFL Network. I'll just read you the text word for word. 
quote, you are about to be so What do you think? You think that means running back? Uh, Either running back or Lance somehow is getting traded. Oh, but yes, boy. probably running back. I guess running back would make a lot more sense. I was thinking oh, Lance until you said no. it's going to be a running back. <laughs> Somebody take she Kyle. Said, she's coming into the stream to see my reaction. What is about to? It's going to be the Texas running back. It's the Texas running back. I bet it's going to be kicker. Oh, it's going to be kicker. Jed York just tweeted, "Let's kick this draft off right." It's going to be kicker. Wow, they're going moody. Get Jason Apani in here. Come on, Jason. It has to be kicker, right? Like he he just Jed York just tweeted this one minute. I don't know ago. because he's been kind of trolling a little bit, like socks trolling. He could be saying that because he knows it's a running back and that's gonna kick off everybody going crazy at him. I don't know. You think? Maybe. There's good old Jed. Oh, if it's a running on. back, it's probably gonna be the Texas guy that you know. Shanahan's a Texas guy, but seriously, what needs to happen is when the third round starts, Kyle Shanahan is like locked in the bathroom and not allowed to come out until the third round is over. <laughs> if it's a running back, because come on. I don't mind if it's a kicker, to be honest with you. Yeah. I mean, I, Jake, I told you. Jake Moody. There you, you go. Say, Jake Moody is, is the pick. Moody? Yes. Wow. That is the pick. It is Jake Moody. I don't mind kicker. Like, I really don't. I always say kickers are like lawyers. Everybody hates them until you need them. And then you want the best one that there is. Well, yeah, I love kickers. I don't think you're going to get a bigger fan of the kicking game than me. The problem is, and I we've talked about this, and I, I gave you even more details off the air months ago, the history of rookie kickers is abysmal. Even the ones that ended up being really good and lasting and having like a 10-year career or longer in the NFL, as rookies – there's only literally only a maybe I think I think it was what three or four I can't remember the number now off the top of my head. There was only three or four in the past like 15 years that have been drafted that yeah. made more than 80 percent of their kicks as a rookie. That scares me. Matt Barrows tweeted: Jake Moody is the earliest a team has taken a kicker since Roberto Aguayo mm-hmm. went in the second round in 2016. And, yeah. that and Aguayo was horrible, horrible. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the Niners go kicker. That's, you know, where's Jason Apani? We need to pull up his Twitter. So is that because the Niners looked and they were like, Hey, there's, you know, three tight ends that we still like. No, I I think this was clearly a, they didn't want to risk losing the only kicker worth, worth a dang in this draft. That's what it is that they're not sold on the kicker that they traded because that is a shot in the dark. And they did not want to risk passing on the only kicker worthwhile in this draft. And as kickers go in the draft, he's about as good as you get. You know, he's about as safe as a pick as you can get for a kicker in the draft. It's just, like I said, I'm not excited about it because the history of rookie kickers in the NFL is not good. Even the good ones struggled as rookies. That's true. But, you know, I mean, the Niners also have one – 101 so it's like if they did it two picks later are you gonna like feel better like does it really no. matter they don't have a fourth round pick right so maybe they will so that's what they're doing they're yeah. saying there's probably multiple people they were okay with outside of kicker at these picks and they said we'll get whatever one lasts to us at 101 maybe none of them get taken we still get our pick of the litter 
when it comes to to the non-kicker, but we don't want to risk not getting Moody now because we don't have a fourth round pick and he'll be taken before we, we are back on the clock if we don't take him with one of these two picks. So we might as well take him at 99 just to not risk somebody coming up to 100 and taking him. I, I don't know. I know people hate kickers and the reaction in the chat is, you know, not, not favorable. I would say um, a lot of people are asking what full whites is asking. Right. What was the point of getting Zane Gonzalez? John Lynch said at the owners meetings, Hey, Zane is a kicking option. He's not the kicking option. So it was always, you know, it right. was always something that was going to be possible. I mean, you, you can't go into the draft and go, we're not, we're not trading for anybody else. We're not bringing in any other kickers because we know for a fact, we're getting this guy in the draft. Can't do that with any position. And yeah. the cost of getting Zane Gonzalez was next to nothing. So it was kind of a good fallback. If you didn't get the one kicker you wanted in the draft. Bob Jelly says John Lynch is acting like the last place team in your fantasy league, picking a kicker two rounds before everyone else. Well, you know, I mean, like I said, when you need a good one, you want the best. And Robbie Gold has made a lot of big kicks for this team. He's not happening anymore. So they needed to get some. No one loves carting the kicker out on fourth down more than Kyle Shanahan. So you want someone you can trust. Maybe that makes them more likely to go for it on fourth down. Levin, if Moody struggles, maybe Kyle's like, ah, it. let's just send the offense back out there. Uh, maybe, but that's not a situation you want. Like, out of all positions, there's only, I would say, a handful that you need to be more reliable than kicker. As I have said, the leading scorer on your team every single year is the kicker. If you have a bad one, he will cost you yes. three to four points per game. Per game. That is a huge Swing that is as big of a swing as having like a star wide receiver on your team. People underestimate it, and I get why they underestimate it. But yep. in terms of actual points on the scoreboard, a kicker swings it as much as almost any other position other than quarterback. Uh, people are texting. All my Niner fan friends are texting me. This is so terrible. This is worse than Mitch Wishnowski. Uh, Moody made eighty six point seven percent of his field goal attempts over the last two years, and he had a sixty six percent touchback rate. The Niners were terrible at kickoffs last year. They almost never got a touchback because mm -hmm. they had the ancient one, Robbie Gold, kicking them off. So uh, did Michelle think you, you would be mad at this one? Or yes. does she know what the next one is? Oh, I'm, <laughs> sure she knows, back. Uh, I'm sure she knows what the next one is. But um, I, uh, we I got somebody telling us the pick. I, I haven't seen the pick come through. I haven't seen it yet. Did they actually? This, he's saying that they just took a tight end. Earlier. Oh, uh, who did they take? He's saying uh, Latu from uh, Alabama. From Alabama. Mm-hmm. Uh, weird because he, he's not. He's sixth on the available tight ends list. That was just. I haven't seen that come across the ticker, but maybe he has a faster feed because he was flat saying they took him. Uh, well, I guess we'll find out if he's true or not. I'm My just reading a quick blurb on. Uh, I'm just reading the little blurb here from. Uh, ESPN. It says he's smooth and does a good job of leveraging his routes. He plucks on the run and quickly transitions upfield after the catch. He's light with shorter arms, but he takes sound angles and gets into positions to wall off defenders as an inline blocker. So it sounds like somebody that is a good receiver and is aggressive at blocking, but maybe not the best at it. That's just trying to read between the lines of a quick synopsis. 
Uh, so it is Cameron Latu. Um, and I'm looking at the scouting report again. This is mostly from Dane Brugler. Only forced two missed tackles last year, Levin. Again, not something you would expect from a pick on the 49ers. Uh, smooth pass catcher, knows how to maximize yards after catch, as long as he doesn't have to break any tackles, apparently, and attacks the second level as a blocker. Those were the positives. Negatives, uh, mm-hmm. I said, didn't force a lot of missed tackles and average height, weight, and speed. How do you feel about that? Uh, I think we got a celebrity here in, in our chat. Kate Majuk. What up, Kate? She's Michelle saying the draft here? pick was true. So, Kate is here. Appreciate the <laughs> Majuks watching the show. So, the Niners go safety, kicker, tight end. You Just know, like everybody predicted. <laughs> Brian Billick used to say, need is a terrible evaluator. Those are three positions of sure. need for the 49ers. I know certainly people are going to say kicker is way too early. Um, what do you think of the picks today? I'm happy enough, put it that way. I'm going to have to do more research before I can fully weigh in. But none of these picks right off the bat do I go, oh, I hate it. I'm not overly excited for the Jake Moody, but I get why they had to do it now. So that's kind yeah. of where I fall on that. Plus, at this point, you know, Zane Gonzalez has been in the building. Maybe they know something about him. Maybe they know he's not going to make it back from his injury and be good enough. You know, maybe well, they haven't liked, I, I don't know. That's just a, a theory, but I don't hate any of the picks. I just wish they could have gotten Moody in the fifth, but there's no guarantee you can do that. So a lot of people are blasting the 49ers for picking Jake Moody. Whatever team takes a kicker first is going to get blasted. Yeah. And like, I get it. It's not sexy. It's not fun to to go to when you've waited as long as we've waited. It's and fun for me. I love kicking. Go to YouTube and Google like, oh, let me check Jake Moody's highlights. Yeah, like it's not fun, right? And that's right, part of it. That's part of what fuels the reaction right away. Are, are we able to kick people out of our chat? Because Kate Kate's walking a fine line here. <laughs> <laughs> See, she buttered us up with the comp with the uh, compliments early, and now people are supporting her. Um, Look, I'm not going to pretend like I know who these players are. Kicker. They needed one. Like, when can you take a kicker? Does it have to always be your last pick in the draft? Like, what's the rule on that? That's what I would like to know. Hit me up in the chat, please. Like, when can you take a kicker? Would you rather, Full White says, at least we didn't draft a running back in the third round like we usually do. What would you prefer, a kicker or another running back? That's a fair question. I'm fine. Like I said, I'm fine with a kicker. Running back would have. Annoyed me because I think we have four good ones. There's no reason to. Yeah. Now, my question is, do you think this says anything about what they think about the offensive tackles on the roster? They didn't take one. So does that mean they're really confident in one of the tackles on roster being able to be a starter? Or was it nobody fell that they liked? I think it probably says more about the tackles in this draft than it does the tackles on the roster. I just think that they didn't love anybody. And again, like what if, like you said, what if Moody was the only kicker they thought was draftable? I guess they could have waited two picks to get him. But if the other guy, like if they knew Latsu was going to be there two picks later, pick him two picks later. They might have had had another tight end that they thought was every bit as good. And it was a coin flip anyways. So why not go 99 kicker to get, or 99 kicker, to guarantee yep. you get the kicker and then take whatever tight end makes it because there's only one pick between. 
And you could save a little money too, right? You draft a tight end lower, you got to pay him a little less money. Take the kicker first. It's a little cheaper. The difference between those two picks, I'm not even sure there is one, actually. Yeah. So there it is. They're, that... they're comp picks in the thirds. I think they all get the same rookie contract. Other than they can decide how much of a signing bonus versus just salary. So what grade would you give the 49ers today? I mean, a quick hitter? I would say probably a B. I don't I don't think they had a home run here. You know, just quick blush. There wasn't a, oh, my God, I can't believe they got that guy, which is what I think takes getting an A, uh, especially when <laughs> you don't draft to the third. Uh, you know, first round's a little bit easier. Hey, they got the guy that they definitely should have taken number one overall. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's not a, hey, I can't believe they got that guy. It's good. They did the smart thing. You know, you can get an A that way. But in terms of this, I, I would say it's a B. It's not. It's right in the mix of it's definitely not great. I'm not going, oh, my God, this is such a great draft, but I'm not upset about anything. So to me, that's got to be a B. Casey, I think either Casey or Cassie, I'm going to go Casey Miller says D. Jeremy Watson says B. They did address needs. So I got to give them a little credit. Do we know how good the players are going to be? Absolutely not. But if Jake Moody comes out week one and hits a game-winning kick, people are going to be a lot happier now. So, I don't know. I think the people got to get over the kicker part of it. I think that's weighing them down. Um, who did you want them to take? Freeland, I think, would probably be the name that would come up most often. Yeah, Freeland would probably be just from the fact that just about every content creator that dives heavy into the draft was high on Freeland including Brad Graham, who's an offensive line yep. guru. So that would be the one that I think sticks out that was available that you said, Hey, I wouldn't mind that one, but I don't, I don't, the way this draft went, it was kind of a weird draft because you had all these guys that people thought, well, maybe they could make it to the end of the third or be able to trade up to early third and get, and by like middle of the second round, they were like all gone. Yeah, <laughs> like the second round just ravaged all of the hopefuls to get to the 49ers. The grades coming in. Jared Poulter says, see it best for taking a kicker. I would have liked offensive tackle. Nick Ellert says B minus everyone is a potential contributor. And that's got to be a factor, too. Right. You know, the Niners have talked so much about we're a win now team. We're a win now team. Super Bowl window. Maybe they people they took, they drafted because they thought, hey, we're all in for this season. We're trying to do something special this year, like John Lynch said, and we think these people are most ready to contribute and we'll deal with the rest later. How about this comment? They renegotiated CMC. Do you think that that means they're bringing somebody in? You know, there is still a, a certain defensive lineman <laughs> that I like that is available. Uh, Mr. Justin Houston. It's true. Uh, I think and, it's possible. Uh, I believe on Monday... Any free agent you sign now does not count in the compensatory pick formula. So usually there are some teams that kind of waited out to get to mm -hmm. this point and then they dive in because they want to be aggressive on that market, knowing that they're not going to have to uh, affect their compensatory pick formula. So maybe we do see a little aggression by the 49ers. That right, would change the, the, the way it is with Justin Houston. Yeah, you might not have to sign him for a lot of money, but if you bring him in, he is certainly going to have a role. And he's somebody that can put up eight, nine, ten sacks in that limited sack role. So he could end up factoring in pretty heavily to a compensatory pick because it's based on snaps. And he's going to be playing pretty much every third down and obvious passing down if you sign him. 
Well, and doesn't that change your grade on the Niners draft? Like if they add a veteran pass rusher on Monday and then you're like, well, wait a minute, you know, now maybe I understand some of the, well, maybe they've already talked to, you know, unique Ngankwe or Justin Houston mm-hmm. or somebody and they have an agreement. And so that factored into their draft decision-making that's gotta be part of it. And uh, I forget who said it, I can't find the comment right now, but uh, you got to factor in McCaffrey into the draft grade as well, right? Because they gave up a two, a three, a four, and a five to get him. Yeah. And just based on production, the draft is already a win <laughs> from that. That's true. You know, I mean, you have to factor in Trey Lance too. <laughs> Finally, that, that, that credit card is paid, right? That bill is paid <laughs> off. I feel like your student loans are paid off. You're out of debt now. The first round pick in 2024 is secure. That does feel kind of good. Greg T says, LOL, my Niners are a clown show. Kicker, LOL. I mean, okay, but like what if they draft a good kicker over a running back that sucks or a receiver who sucks or a tight end that sucks? All these people criticizing the kicker will not be criticizing it if he's actually good and makes, you know, his first – 50 yard field goal and everybody be like, Oh yeah, it's fine to get a third round kicker. It doesn't matter when you take a kicker or a punter, that fan base is going to be like, what the F yes, I absolutely agree, but you still have to do it. It's like going to the dentist, you know, twice a year. You just has to get done. Matt Mayoko tweeted. Jake Moody says he's been talking a lot with Robbie gold and Robbie just texted him to say, congratulations and tell him how great it is with the 49ers. They share the same agent. Oh, I don't like hearing that. Now I have, now I'm worried. Do you, do you think Jed, do you think Jed called up uh, Harbaugh? and was like, Hey, give me the lowdown on this kid. Well, I read an article. I can't remember who one of the Niners. Do you think Harbaugh writers. would take that call? <laughs> Apparently they're good now. I mean, he did show up Are for they, the, eh, yeah, that's true. For the celebration. Up, yeah. I read an article, uh, I can't remember who it was, if it was Cam Inman or one of the Niners beat writers interviewed Phil Dawson, former 49ers kicker, and Mm -hmm. asked him kind of what we wanted to know, which was, why is it that nobody can scout kickers? And Dawson's answer was basically because, like, special teams coaches don't really know how to kick a football. Their expertise is more kick coverage, punt coverage. It's not the actual kicking of the football. And so they don't really know what they're looking at. So if Moody did have a good relationship with gold, I'm trying to spin this in a positive way. Maybe they talked to Robbie and maybe Robbie was like, this kid's got it. Yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm just trying to give him the benefit of the doubt, which I said I was going to do this off season. Yeah. I mean, I guess that makes, I had never thought of that before. Have we ever had a kicker that retired and then became a special teams coach or even a punter? I, I none come to my mind. We've never had a kicker or punter be a special teams coach after playing. That seems odd. Like there has to be, but why isn't it more common? And it's probably because what Dawson said, special teams coaching is about the coverages because the coverages are the hard thing to coach a kicker, kicking a football or a punter punting a football. It's all on them to learn it. Nobody can teach you to be better. You know what I mean? There, there's a little, there's a lot of nuances to it, but it's not about, being smart enough to do it it's about repetition and just having the muscle memory to be able to do it in the natural ability (laughs) so the Niners tweeted out a video from the draft of kicker highlights and I'm just looking at the responses 
Uh, it's just people, gifts of people punching their television screen. Somebody posted Dylan Brooks quote, I'm out. I mean, people are not pleased with the 49ers right now. Do the, the Warriors at least win? You know, that game that everybody was tweeting about and driving me nuts? No. I that think is, the Kings won. That, that is my least favorite part of 49ers Twitter, by the way. What? There's Anytime some people... there's something NFL related going on and there's a Warriors game going on. It's like, I don't care about the Warriors. I know you're Bay Area fans. I get it, but just be quiet. It's 49ers time. (laughs) (laughs) It's 49ers Totally selfish about it. And yes, it it might be because I've given them up because of the new owner. I'm not going to get into all those reasons, but if you you know who he is, you know what I'm talking about. But I was a diehard Rockets fan for a very long time. Gave them up a few years ago when they sold and the guy destroyed and dismantled a championship team right away. So I have a special disdain for the Warriors because, you know, the Rockets probably would have at least one title if it wasn't for the Warriors dynasty rising right at the same time. Not bitter at all, though. Yeah, totally I can not. tell. <laughs> uh, many people are tweeting. We went from Robbie Gold, good as gold, to Money Mooney or Money Moody, rather. Yeah, I, I feel like there's good. A, it's, a, it's OK. I feel like there's there's got to be a better pun there for, for Moody. Money's a pretty good nickname for a kicker, but so that's it for the Niners draft. Highest drafted kicker since Aguayo, as we said, Um, the Niners still have a ton of picks left. They still have 155, 173, 216, 247, 253, and 255. Can they like purposely just trade and get uh, the last pick in the draft again? (laughs) Yeah, they still have six picks left. Now, granted, you're going to have to work a little magic. And the 49ers have proven that they're capable of doing it. But six picks left. You can still get a tackle. You can still get an edge if you want to go that route. You could still go a wide receiver, which I think they will before the whole draft is over. I think we're going to see another wide out in San Francisco. And before we go, Levin, do you think Dorian Thompson Robinson will be a quarterback on the 49ers? No, I, I think that that was, it's not, it wasn't fully a smokescreen, but it, it was a smokescreen. It was a, look how interested we are in the quarterbacks. We will move Trey Lance. Give us a pick. That's what I feel like that was. Hmm. Lewis says, Rob, stop being so negative. Or Luis, rather. Rob, stop being so negative. A little positivity will help you get more likes, dude. I've been positive. I'm, I've been talking up the selection of kicker. Man, like... I feel like I've been positive. Have I been a downer tonight? You've been a lot more positive than normal. <laughs> I've been a lot more positive <laughs> than 49er fans. I can tell you that. Man, damn. Give, I said it earlier this offseason. Other than quarterback, I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt. I killed this team on Banks. I killed them. I was a 1,000% wrong on Aaron Banks. I killed them on a lot of their picks that they made, and – They've worked out. I mean, they have one of the best rosters in the league. So I said I was going to earn them. I was there. They had earned rather the benefit of the doubt for me. So I'm trying to be positive. That's where I'm at. When it, when you get to the later rounds, like I'm not going to sit here and pretend like I scouted 400 people and I know exactly who they are. Like, yeah, the top, like 50, you get to like maybe a hundred. I'm, pretty familiar with who they are i've read multiple people's reports on them i've watched a little bit of their highlights and film but you get past that adam yeah 
<laughs> I'm, I, I'm starting to lose my depth here because I'm, I'm, I don't have the time to grind the film that you have to do. J.R. Fultz says, I've been critical of Rob in the past, but geez, he isn't being negative at all. Thank you very much. And yeah, I agree with you, Levin. Like, what does Dr. We, Evil know? We got to stop acting like we know who these people are, that you've done a deep dive on any of them. Just go to yeah, YouTube. Younger me would probably be sitting here going, oh, yeah, I loved this guy or making up BS. It's just. I'm not going to sit here and pretend I'm something I'm not. Go to YouTube, Google some highlights, feel good about yourself. If you can't be happy today, man, like, look, we got <laughs> We'll find out about these guys, right? Like they'll get on the field or they won't get on the field. But one way or another, we'll find out about them. Just be happy hey, today. Be happy because you know what we got coming down the pipe? Rookie OTAs or uh, rookie minicamp kicking reports that's what we <laughs> that's got coming true. <laughs> it's true we're gonna yeah. have kicking reports all training camp. well let's hope they're more accurate than the quarterback reports we got last year can we can we just figure out that please yeah kicking uh, another... should be pretty simple to figure out rob jelly says if people bob jelly says if people think stats is being negative tonight they clearly haven't been listening long join an instant reaction after a loss yeah that's true <laughs> the vein in my forehead hasn't bulged once yeah. tonight yeah jo join us even on wins that weren't perfect unless they've won like once once they hit like four in a row you change your tune <laughs> true because you knew ah, i can't criticize till they lose and I wasn't critical of them for basically like the entire 10 game win streak, the whole it's, second it's half the of the whole season. out of stater thing. You know, when you're just watching your basement in Connecticut the whole time, you're more critical. Yes, it is. it is. You know, I'm in my basement. It, I know. I, I think I will say, I think there is something to that to a certain degree when you are removed from being in the city and engrossed in it. I think you are able to kind of stand back a little bit easier and kind of, take the viewpoint that's a little more zoomed out. Ben Richards watching on my Twitch page at stats on fire. Please follow me there. A plus they haven't given up on Trey Lance. You know what? That may be the most positive thing, which is what you said earlier tonight, Levin. They haven't given, they may have given up on him, but at least he's still on the team. He might still end up <laughs> oh, playing. Yeah, that's a great way to phrase it. Hey, They've given up on you, but you're still on the team. So, you know, keep looking up, kid. Well, they wouldn't have played Brock Purdy if circumstances yeah. didn't force them to. And circumstances may force them to play Trey Lance. Look, I don't think I don't think it's that they've fully given up on Trey Lance. I think it's that they have question marks and they have no such question marks for Brock Purdy. I think Which they is are insane. Right. He's I think they are 100 percent sold on Brock Purdy. And Trey Lance, they still look at uh, as he's got potential, but he may improve when he plays and he may not. And we don't care to go through that because we have Brock Purdy coming. James Durnall watching from the UK. Shout out to him. It's 4 a.m. and you are awake, James, and you stayed up for a kicker. I understand why your previous comment had a giant F-bomb in it, which is why I'm not putting it on the screen. But I appreciate <laughs> that. And thank you for making us part of your day and missing out on your sleep. Um that's dedication right there. Speaking of dedication, I got to be up at 4 a.m. All right. Well, then let's wrap this thing up. The 49ers picks are in. If you're just joining us, Jair Brown, and I have confirmed that pronunciation. So there you go. He was the pick at 87, which the Niners traded up to get. 
Then they went with Jake Moody at 99, the kicker from Michigan, and Cameron Latu, the tight end from Alabama, at 101. Levin, thanks for joining. Have a good night, everybody. Um, are you going to be around tomorrow to join me? Uh, I, I can be. Depends on if anything interesting happens. I'll, I'll have to consult the uh, wet blanket washboard to ah. see, if, see if I'm allowed. Because she she's she's not super excited about these late ones where uh, I go wake her up right after she goes to sleep. Well, it's on earlier. So tomorrow, I, so. I'll let you know when I know how my marital status is. Okay, well, sacrifice your marriage for the show. I'm just you know, <laughs> look, it's about priorities. Jason, says, yeah, you'll one... be unemployed and I'll be single. Right, there you <laughs> go. Two peas Jason. in a pod. In Guam, 1.30 p.m. Watching from Guam. Time for a late lunch. There you go. And Kate Majuk's back on our good side. Great show, guys. Appreciate that, Kate. How would you like Jake Hayner as a late-round pick? I would not. <laughs> we don't need a quarterback, damn it. Enough. I could. When it gets to the late rounds, take whatever. I'm okay taking a flyer on anything, but, yeah, I, I, just, I don't see how a quarterback can make this roster unless Trey Lance is moved. I don't need any more obstacles to five getting into the game. Uh, like and subscribe to the YouTube page, everybody. Uh, please rate, review, and follow the Gold Standard Podcast Network. Try to try to take a deep breath here and exhale about the 49ers picks, and we'll see Go you. Go watch some kicking highlights and be ready for tomorrow night. <laughs> see you, everybody.